0: This podcast is powered by The Plug. <laughs> oh yeah, we starting the show. Yeah, the show started. <laughs> yo, yo, this Life is Dope Podcast. I'm America TD, And I'm Davey. So we're having this conversation... Talking about the Aladdin reboot. We're excited. I'm hyped. You hyped? Yeah, I'm very excited. I say uh, Will Smith is perfect for the genie. I can't see anybody else playing that role. Dave says Will Smith is the black Robin Williams.
1: And 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 here's where I say nah. Here's where I mean, here's where the idea came from. Obviously, Robin Williams was originally the genie in the cartoons. And then once you expand the career a little bit further, you, you start to think, okay. Robin Williams has done action movies. Yeah. He's he's done, you know, artistic movies. He's done, you know, he's been like the, he was Peter Pan. Yeah. He was Patch Adams. I mean, but if you're listing off
0: that catalog, it sounds kind of heavier than Will's. And I mean, like, you know, we champion Will Smith, but... I don't think we can do that.
1: I think the – you know why Will doesn't get the appreciation is because – Because
0: Will had a streak of shit movies for a long time. Will Smith is – (laughs) Will because Will
1: Smith was Will Smith in the 2000s. Mm. Had Will Smith been Will Smith in the early 90s, in the late 80s? Well,
0: I mean, we're talking about Will Smith, not Fresh Prince because Fresh Prince – was a rapper,
1: No, but I'm talking about <laughs> the the actor Will Smith. Yeah, had he right. been at that level in the late '80s, early '90s, mm. we'd be having a different conversation. Uh, because they're just were there were there any were there two were there that many great movies out in two that from 2000 to 2010. I mean, I it, was, it I no, I mean, i'm say- no. I'm saying just I'm saying just great
0: movies in general, uh, like just standouts. I can't like I'll, I'm sure there's a million and the listeners are probably like y'all are dumb as hell, but because none just jump out
1: and and that's the thing like it was just a, it was a transition because when did the
0: first bad boys drop that was nineties yeah 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 shout out to uh, producer Julius in the that was nineties um uh, I don't know man but like I feel like Will didn't really get his stripes. Or taken seriously as like an actor, actor in the movie world, until like the Pursuit of Happiness and stuff like that. Let's see, Bad Boys Two was two thousand three. We talking about Wild Wild West. We talking about a string of Alien movies.
1: Yeah, uh, let's Will see. Will was Will was kind of fucking up. Pursuit of Happiness was two thousand six. Uh, what else? I am Legend. I think that was that ten. But oh, I seven. mean, like oh, look,
0: seven. look at I am Legend. I Robot. Like I um seven Ali. Nine. Ali, Dancock, oh, eight. Ali was two thousand and one. So are all the great movies in the two thousands? Will Smith movies and Samuel Jackson. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we could. I don't know if we could put him and Robin Williams in the same yeah, sentence. Hancock so. was 08. That so, just yeah. don't.
1: So there were so many great movies that came out that Will Smith did from two thousand to two thousand and ten and people just weren't interested. Yeah. Not in Will Smith, but just I don't think I don't think they were interested in movies, music in general. Like all of the previous forms of entertainment was just going through a shift.
0: Yeah, that was definitely a transitional period. But I think as far as Will being a genie, I think that's dope. Not not even that we want a new Robin Williams. I think Will just has the personality to play
1: that character. I think so as well. That's dope to me. But, to my, but yeah, back to my original point, though. So, if all of those movies that we named, had they came out between 1990 and 1999, Will Smith would be a different tier of actor. And even though he is a top tier, or he, he's a top tier right now.
0: He'd be Eddie Murphy. Because Eddie Murphy had them type of movies early. And look where he's at now. I think, I don't know, I think Will was just the staple for... The time, that time, and now we're seeing mature, rich, balling ass Will, inspirational Will, and so we can relate to that a little more because we've seen him come from Fresh Prince.
1: Yeah, but even down to Eddie Murphy, like we yeah. don't even we don't even put anyone in a category with Eddie Murphy. You can't, you can't.
0: Even Kevin Hart said that, like I'm that guy, but I ain't Eddie Murphy.
1: Yeah, so Will, <laughs> so Will Smith could. Well, I think he's probably Eddie Murphy status now, but he would have mm. been bigger than that had those movies came out. All right. Here, here's a here's a bigger because because Ed, Eddie, Eddie, did Eddie Murphy have like action movies outside of Beverly Hills Cop? Was, um, he, was he a blockbuster?
0: I don't know. I feel like all his movies kind of had that comedic edge to it. I don't know. We we got to research. Clearly, y'all just joined us in on a conversation. I guess we'll actually start the show. In a second, but <laughs> we're going to continue this conversation. Right. Because, damn, oh, shit, I just lost my thought. It was dope. It's oh, yeah, yeah. So since we're talking about Will and in, in his catalog and the status he's at now, here's a little deeper dig. Pause. Okay. How do we compare Will to Denzel? Because mm. for a long streak, Denzel was – our guy, like to to have a great movie, you had the to top of Denzel flick, but now it seems like that conversation has shifted over to Will Smith. Like Will is our guy,
1: but here's I guess, and and then also for the listeners at home, for the audience, please take this with a grain of salt. We understand that these actors are top tier, right. yeah, yeah. A list, A plus plus. We're not A-list. saying nobody's trash. So when we're <laughs> so when we're critiquing it, we're critiquing. That's how we're looking at it. We we already know that they are. The the top of their class, and that class is the top of its uh, industry.
0: Right, 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 right. But but what y'all think? Will mm-hmm. Smith, Denzel. So with that being said, if we had to pick the black actor, excluding Samuel L. Jackson, because he he's not even fair. Denzel or Will Smith.
1: Denzel is also he's a lot of he's the same character in a lot of movies. He's
0: Denzel Washington in every movie, except for Malcolm X.
1: So he's a he's usually (laughs) like a police officer, a detective, ex military, like something that's just real, you know, something in that vein. We haven't really seen too broad.
0: Do we ever see super diverse roles for Black actors? Mm. Like, if we're really keeping it a buck. I, I mean, yeah, Will Smith. But, I mean, like, even with Will, early on, like I said, he was either a cop or he was in space being a cop.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was kind of the same shit for you know, a while. Will Smith was a superhero. He was not just a superhero, but he was a drunk, like, ex. You know, he was just, like, a drunk with superpowers that right. learned to become a superhero. Let's look. Let's look at his catalog. All right, so. He was a boxer. In he Ollie. was. I don't. I don't really count like he was biopics do- and stuff. He was a doctor in I Am Legend. True. Turned uh, renegade, but then he was a doctor again in Seven Pounds. Uh, he, he was a doctor again in Concussion.
0: He was in space for Independence Day, Men in Black, the weird shit with Jaden Smith where they had that weird action. What was that? After Earth. Mm. Um, I'm sure there was another one where he's in space. Um, iRobot he was is a fish. Future,
1: he was definitely a fish. <laughs> so he's he's done some some <laughs> yeah, uh, broad. Uh, wild, wild west. Yep, he was a yeah yeah. He was a he was a cowboy cop.
0: Cowboy cop. Yeah, all I remember is a big robotic spider. Um, <laughs> all right, so we got it, So we got to give it to Will's. What we saying? Hmm.
1: Denzel's a great actor, but he just didn't have the roles. But then again, what does that say about the industry that?
0: They don't have no ideas. If
1: you're a black actor, you're either a cop. Or or, a fat black woman. Or a criminal. Yeah. (laughs) Or somebody's grandma. Someone's grandma. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Has Will ever? No, Will never been nobody's grandma. Or in a fat suit, huh?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Shouts to all black actors that never had to use a fat suit to advance their career. Neither has Denzel. (laughs) <laughs> uh so,
1: so let's see let's look at eddie murphy real quick
0: uh bear with us this is a deep conversation writers. <laughs> <Right? laughs>
1: <laughs> i know we're just going uh let's see so oh yeah he's gonna be in that new dolomite movie that they're working on yeah so i'll say that that's gonna be dope so yeah he was donkey and shrek he was are you talking about eddie murphy now yeah oh yeah we we can't name eddie murphy's shit was a thousand words tower heist tower heist was a good one uh Imagine that. Wait, wait, y'all said Tower House, House was a good one. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't said like Tower no House. Said no one ever. <laughs> wow. What the fuck? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Why niggas gonna talk about Tower House, man? It wasn't riveting, but it was good. <sighs> <laughs>
0: that was one of them. Now it's straight to Netflix, but that would have been a straight to DVD for me. Norbit. Norbit was funny. Orbit was funny. The Dream Girls. Yeah, Dream Girls was good.
1: Uh, wait, wait! I'm thinking Cadillac Records. Was Eddie uh, Murphy in Cadillac Records? Nope, he was not. That was Beyonce. Uh, <laughs> that uh, was Beyonce. <laughs> no, there was a, there was a guy. There was most deaf. Uh, no, no, you're right. Dream Girls, uh, Daddy Daycare,
0: Dream The Day Haunted Girls Mansion.
1: So Eddie Murphy did a lot of kids movies. Yeah, he which, does
0: family movies. Yeah, yeah. We can't. Pluto Nashville is super trash. A um,
1: oh, Bowfinger. Yeah, I don't know. Eddie Murphy just has a lot of movies, but you know Doctor Doolittle. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of family. Oh, Vampire in Brooklyn. Yeah. Alright, so what we're saying is Eddie wins. Uh Boomerang <laughs> uh Boomerang. See that see, this is where this yeah, here we go. Early nineties. That's was yeah, coming to America, Beverly. Oh, so Cobb. you might
0: you might be on to something
1: because these, like when you start Nights. to go into early nineties Eddie Murphy movies. Classics. Iconic.
0: I don't know if Will. And that's what I'm saying. Has that's what I'm going to be a hot take. Say. I don't know if Will has classics. That's what I'm. Besides, Bad Boys. But,
1: but that's, that's.
0: I wouldn't necessarily call that like a
1: classic. But though. that's what I'm trying to. say. You know what say. I mean? Like the
0: way you hear like coming to America, and you just
1: oh shit, classic. If these movies, <laughs> if the if all of if Will Smith's 2000 to 2010 catalog happened in. The late '80s, early '90s. Yeah, because think about it. Think about what kind of movie Boomerang would have been had it came out in 2000. Right? Yeah, we wouldn't or, care. Uh, it would have been one of them a, flicks. I play on B T all the time. Beverly Hills Cop. Like,
0: No, nah, I feel you. Okay, I get, I get what you're saying. I dig that. Harlem
1: Nights. Like, think about those movies had they came because out
0: that in- earlier era helped mold those comedians to for us to accept their later movies. Because like the later movies that came from Martin were boo boo. But everything Martin was in in the '90s was fire.
1: Yeah. That's, okay, I get you. It was a different time.
0: I'm rolling with that.
1: People, people w- weren't impressed after 2000, yeah. 2000, 2010. It was like, okay, we what got did it. we even have, man?
0: Like, I feel like there was a whole time period of just nothing. Not even nothing, but like non memorable shit.
1: Yeah, movies and music they don't have the same impact now. Not to sound like a <laughs> the Black <laughs> <What>? Knight. <laughs> Let's see, the Martin, Black Knight, Martin Lawrence movies. Let's listen. No, nah, we're not
0: gonna do this tomorrow, man. He's still yeah. one of my favorite comedians of all time. But if we start listening to his movies, we're gonna lose respect. Yeah, if you if you know <laughs> if you know you know. Yeah, if you know you know. All right, man. Shit, we 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 dug in that for a minute. What else is going on in the world, bro? How you feeling?
1: Man, I'm I'm all right. You know, I'm in good spirits. Word. I'm excited that uh, South Park is back on.
0: What work. I gotta catch back up on South Park. Speaking
1: of South Park, you ever thought about how like
0: nowadays? the shock value of everything is just like not shocking anymore i've been watching uh married with children and like old 90s shows and shit mm-hmm. and back then like everything was just so inappropriate <laughs> but we didn't care and like even like howard stern and all that just shock value it was like oh shit did he really do or say that and now it's just like if you don't do or say that type of stuff we don't even care that's kind of sad
1: you know and and that's the thing. I feel like shows now are try to rely more on shock value. I think that shows and movies back then, once again in my old head voice, they were more well written. They were clever, they were they it it really yeah. spoke to yeah. They they were a lot more clever. Like if you look at Martin and Pam's banter, right. Like those jokes were clever. They were funny it wasn't just about saying the most random absurd thing that just comes to mind you know right, right 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 same with uh same with married with children yeah No, you're right it was it wasn't about pushing the social boundaries as or, you guys can see our
0: 30s have made us become very reflective and <laughs> <laughs> old headish <laughs> 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 Nah. <laughs> <laughs> sitting here reminiscing shit.
1: right ah man what's going on currently um I thought we was going to dive into Married with Children Oh no! and and how inappropriate that was. Yeah, it was hella inappropriate. Um, Shouts to Bundy. Shouts to No
0: Ma'am. Yeah, shouts to (laughs) No Ma'am. Yo, I think I just figured out my Halloween costume. Oh, okay. Uh, But yeah, 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 yeah. Shouts to that. Um, Shouts to all my wrestling fans out there. I've been following 90s WWF on Twitter. Like, everything they post is, like, mad inappropriate. and I don't know how the hell we was getting away with watching that as... Kids, not even teenagers, we was running around doing a little suck it sign on the on, on <laughs> at the park. <laughs> you didn't do that no more. It's a wrap. Yeah, we didn't know what was going on. Yo, so shout out the inappropriate shit from the nineties. Um, everything now is a reboot. So fuck
1: whatever's going on now. Ooh, what do they need to reboot? Gremlins. I remember. Yep, I, I remember having a conversation. I want a Gremlins reboot. We need one.
0: That have in six months because everything. You say I mean, because they got our our mics tapped. Spotify.
1: But, uh, I think they'll do it if they have like the right story for it.
0: Yeah. Um. What else we gonna see?
1: Oh, that's what we were talking about. We need a Back to the Future reboot. I do want to see a Back to the Future reboot.
0: I do. Um. I feel like somehow Jaden Smith needs to be in that. <laughs> 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 it just feels like that's supposed to be a Jaden Smith movie. I don't know. I no. Don't know.
1: I'll have to. I don't know. I, I feel like Jaden might be too woke. That nigga now. owns a DeLorean. He's too. He's too woke for Back in the Future. Ah. <sighs>
0: He's Michael J. Fox. Um,
1: oh, speaking of that,
0: somebody had a dope concept that I hope they Hollywood steals <laughs> uh, since we are on the track of reboots. They right. said that they should have Willow or Jaden, but probably not Jaden, so I'm going to rock with Willow, be in the Fresh Prince reboot and have her be a preppy rich kid that goes back to Philly instead of the reverse. Ooh, I think that'd be fire. Yeah. I just, I don't want to see like the girls, girl meets world version of it though. Like I want it to be like, this shit gotta be on like Fox or something. You know what I mean? Not Fox. Fox is trash now, but whatever station is not trash now, HBO, fuck it. Let's make it raw. I don't know, man. I, I get um, depressed thinking about how good shit was when I was a kid versus now. Cause it makes me feel like an old head.
1: Yeah. And there's, and and the, <laughs> and, and the thing is like, there's no way of recapturing that feeling. Like, you will never feel the way that you did when you were 10.
0: Is that why it was so good, though? I was or, thinking about that. Or, like,
1: Or 5 or 8.
0: Maybe all that shit was just trash. We thought it was good because of the feeling at that moment. Like, we was young, little, happy, vibrant people when all this shit dropped. Yeah. So it felt good.
1: Yeah, whatever made an impression on you as an adolescent, that's always going to be the best era of whatever. Right. TV, movies. Because that's that's what gave you, like, that 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 feeling. That, that, feel, that, that feeling. That's how you got to say it. That I feeling. you can't see me, but. <laughs> that I'm feeling. Like, I'm trying to win an Oscar. That feeling. You know? I don't know, man.
0: Speaking of that feeling, music, music, music. We're getting tons, bombarded with music. Tons of music. What just recently dropped. Yeah, LMA.
1: LMA. I haven't listened to it yet, Um, but no, I It's
0: fire. Uh, what'd you think? LMA is fire. Okay. Um, I don't like that song with Chris Brown.
1: Yeah, whatchamacallit? Yeah, I'm not.
0: The rest of the album is hard, but I'm not fucking with whatchamacallit.
1: Okay. Um. So we just want to not even listen to that song. I think from the EPs, I kind <clears> of <throat> already know what to expect. Does it sound like, is it still in that yeah. thing, or is it something different? Okay. Most definitely. So, so yeah, so it's going like to be. Con- she
0: definitely has, like, a bunch of singles on there.
1: Yeah, so it's going to be consistent with her EPs. Her and Mustard, they, they have a sound, they have a formula that works, so.
0: Um, Quavo Drop, I don't want to listen to it. <laughs> I'm just being honest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I got to. I gotta show y'all the meme or, or unless someone put it in the group chat. But it was um it was a picture of uh uh it was a picture of someone holding like five pins like mm. taped together. And you know how like whenever you got in trouble you had to write like the I will not do this. Right, right. <laughs> that. So it was someone with five pins writing like the I will not and then the meme said this was uh Quavo writing writing his verses in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I don't,
0: I just, uh, I'm over it, It's man. funny, if you
1: have Twitter, go check it out.
0: Everybody sound like Quavo now, and Travis Scott. So, like, when Travis and Quavo drop, I don't want to hear them. Travis was dope, though, but I really, I
1: don't want to hear Quavo. Like, it, yeah, it, from what I heard, it, it sounds, it sounds good. It sounds like, you know, what you're going to hear from a Quavo album. But nothing, uh, wow. Um, What was dope? Uh, um, I mean, the, if anything, not not to cut you off, but I think if anything, it starts to speak to we thought that Quavo was going to be like the Beyonce of the group, right? And it really shows, like Offset. You know, once you once you separate them, yeah. you give them their own solo album. It's like, okay, do they have that? Do they have that talent separately to carry a solo album? No. Like they can do features. They can they can be the standout when they're with other artists, but put them by themselves. It Again,
0: it goes back to that sound Like, I think that sound got It gotta die, bro Like, we over that shit now From the production To just the super duper auto-tune To the melodies Like, I think everybody Not to be that guy that says that But everybody is starting to sound like that right. And so the people that originated that sound It's like, whatever You know,
1: that's how I feel about yeah, it Yeah, I, I think that Offset could have a solo album Yeah I think he could do it I'm really interested in hearing what a Takeoff solo album would sound like. I'm not. I don't want to hear that shit. I do, because Takeoff can rap.
0: He can rap, but he ain't about to rap rap. He about to make one of the albums (laughs) that these niggas just made. Nah, nah,
1: they can can all rap, but I think Takeoff might be the most lyrical one. And I think it it showed on... um, what was it? What was it? Off of Culture 2, the one that Kanye produced. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. There's no doubt that Takeoff could rap. It's just I think they go for a certain sound when they're trying to get that number one record. Mm. That's why I didn't like Culture because it sounded like a whole bunch of this needs to be the single mm. instead of just natural. Um, but speaking of rap rap, yeah. Dave East and Styles P. Mm, I didn't listen to that one yet. Bias. Like if you if you want to hear some rap rapping but not like rapid rapping, if y'all know what I mean, like Eminem. It's rappity-rapping. If you just want to hear like some raw hip-hop, boom-bap, hard-ass East Coast drums and rap, <laughs> listen to that beloved album. And they trade off flows pretty dope, like how Styles and Jada do. Mm. So that's fire. Um, what else? Usher. I
1: didn't finish listening to Usher yet. So Usher has a new project with Zaytoven. Shout out to Zaytoven. He produced all the joint, huh? Yep. It's called A. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> Basically. Hey. A. <you> know. a. <laughs> a. Right. Uh, I'm not, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I thought that it was gonna sound a certain way, and I'm presently surprised at how good it sounds. Mm. Because Yeah, I'm just pleasantly surprised. And it, it sounds good. The joints <laughs> the joints hit. Sybil? Usher's vocals sound <laughs> Usher, I thought he was going
0: somewhere with that. He's a like, no.
1: Usher's vocals sound clean. Uh Zaytoven's production, Knox. You could hear a lot of... Um, is this, Usher back? like Not back, like, musically, but, like,
0: we go with Usher again? Because niggas roasting him up out of here.
1: <sighs> I mean, I mean, you know, when you don't have music out, mm. and there's I, news out, when, when the news is out, and you don't have music out, uh, it's going to be a tough time.
0: Yeah, I think Usher played it well, though, because he just... He did not say when nothing. When you get canceled and you just don't say nothing just, and then you just pop back up with some music, we kind of forget you was canceled. I think that's what Fabulous is doing, too. And you don't
1: and don't respond to nothing.
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah. Fabulous ain't said shit and then he's just going to pop back up next summer with another summertime shootout and we're going to forget. Um, Nas tried that, but that shit fell horribly. Um, y'all like Nasir? Yeah, come on. We can keep it real.
1: I mean, we talked about it already. Yeah. Mm-hmm, you know. And
0: then now Nas on Instagram. Man. I don't want to see legends on social media. That shit breaks my heart. Unless they do it the right way, yeah. Like Like, unless you're doing it like Will Smith, then Nas beefing with Khalees, like, come on, man. Like you Nas, bro. I know life is real, but you Nas, like, come on,
1: Nas. You nigga, you Nas. (laughs) So social media can show you just how corny can show everybody how corny you are. Yeah, because it's like it's your perception of yourself, right? And we always think we're cooler than. What everyone else thinks. Right.
0: But yeah, man. Life is dope podcast. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me get in our bag a little bit, man. We sitting here chatting and shit. We got a very dope episode today. We do. Uh, we're going to go pull up on a special guest. This is a very special guest. Um, when we say we can sit down with anybody, nigga, no, we can
1: sit down with anybody. Hey, we can sit down with anyone. Yeah, man. Give so. us the Emmy. Wait, do they get do they have Emmys for podcasts yet? They bow to today. Mm. Shit. And if they do, let's get that.
0: Ah. Um but yeah, man, so we got a special guest. But before we get to him,
1: what else is what else do we want to discuss, man? I mean, we haven't talked about Kavanaugh at all. We haven't ter- talked about the midterm elections. Yeah, we can up. get in our
0: political bags. Register to vote. Story.
1: If you can still if you can still register, register. So uh I think for Colorado we have all the way up until election day to register. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, for our uh, national listeners, find out when you can register. Um, I saw a lot of it had exp- um, the deadlines were like October 9th were right. October you know tenth. So some of those have already passed. Some like the fifteenth. Uh, have you noticed like a lot of the? I was noticing like a lot of the red states they have like their their voting um, deadlines were like shorter. Fuck them red states. I mean, (laughs) it's a lot of states. I mean, shout out to the listeners in the red states. It's a lot of states.
0: I don't know, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. So I used to be the don't vote guy. Mm, That's what your fault. Nah, I used to be like the don't vote. We got to pop off the revolution. This shit ain't going to make a difference. Boom, boom, boom. Now I realize why local voting is important. Very. But I do want to say when it comes to the big votes, I'm just voting for women. (laughs) <laughs> That's safe. That's a yeah, safe. Thing. I, I got to be honest, man. I'm tired of this nasty shit. Um,
1: it's time for it's time for women to lead.
0: I think it is is like clearly time. I don't even care if she's just trash, like I'm going to vote for a woman.
1: Like think about all the women in our lives, like they've been great. That's what I'm saying, like whenever shit go bad, like it, you kind of got to give it to a woman. Like <laughs> to, to get shit back in order. I don't even trust the 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 Precious movie. <laughs> 'Cause I don't like how uh that woman was depicted. Yo don't I don't like how Monique was depicted. I'm trying to be positive about women
0: and he's gonna bring up
1: Monique. That's what I, I'm that's what <laughs> I'm trying to say. I'm like, yo, I don't like how Monique was depicted in precious a, because all right, I feel let, like let me
0: backtrack. I'm not voting for Monique. So if Monique what? runs I'm
1: I'll take back what I said about
0: vote for a woman. Yeah, that's that's way left. But um I'm voting for a woman, man. Like everybody's on the black, white, young, old. We just got to get a woman in there. How do you feel about uh,
1: Kavanaugh? Nasty. Mm, okay. Yeah. How how you, how you feel about Kavanaugh? Yeah. feel like it's gross as well. felt like I needed to wash my hands after that whole thing. I mean, I don't know, man. It's, 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 it's a nasty, nasty, nasty world. What is it? It's... All right. Let's get into it. Oh,
0: shit. Be- well, hold on. Well, we're about to go. talking. be prepared. <laughs>
1: no, I'm just saying... Um, so there is this... Um, Nasty nigga. No, 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 no. Oh, I, I, mean, I thought we was about to get... I was like, oh, we doing that? So, All right. I, I, think, I, think it, <laughs> I think it does bring up the touchy conversation of how do we treat situations when someone says they were assaulted? Mm. However, you know, there's not necessarily... You, you know, only, the only evidence that we have to go by is word of mouth or it's right. or one person's account of what happened versus the others. Right. Like I think when cuz when it came to Bill Cosby, I think once, you know, 40, 50 people say that, yo, you're like this, okay, there's some truth to it. Like at least and, two of them is telling the truth. And it's kind of sad that it has to take 50 people. Right. And even then there are people that are still like, oh, they're trying to take Bill down. They're trying like, no. You're trying to buy CBS. No, it's 50 people. That's CBS
0: shit. It's 50 people. I'm not to buy CBS. Um, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Out of 50, like, at least two of them is, it's like, <laughs> it's why? It's everybody like, lying.
1: It's like, why isn't one enough? Or yeah. why isn't, you know? I don't know, man. It's,
0: it's, it's tough. I think it's society's fault if we're keeping it a buck. Okay. Like we kind of been bred to accept a lot of shit that's unacceptable to the point where we don't even realize it's unacceptable until that people point out that yo this shit is nasty so i think we just got to take better
1: accountability man like yeah it's a, it's definitely an opportunity to relearn mm. and reeducate and and just reestablish like just different rules and and reestablish what the the new normal right you know the new normal rape culture doesn't have to be normal Right, it shouldn't be normal. And this is tough. This is why we need a a female personality around.
0: Sometimes, yeah. Um, Damn, how do I even word it? Women have to understand the new normal too.
1: I know. No, I'm watching my words. All right, all right. I'm watching my words. No, not even watching words. I I will let you. I will let you clarify. You gotta.
0: You gotta (laughs) say something. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying I can't tell anybody how to react. That's why I'm watching, not watching my words because I'm worried about them snapping on me. Right? But um, you can't tell somebody how to react to something, but you have to. Do, you have to say something. And I
1: know that there fear. I know there's reasons why you won't say something. Yeah, I was gonna say you. You have to. I mean, you also have to take into account why people don't say things. Because right. for one, at its core, it's embarrassing. Oh yeah, no doubt. It, there, there is a level of shame that comes with, you know being violated. Right. So a lot of times people won't say anything or they'll just keep it to themselves because they don't, they're, they're ashamed of what, even as a victim, even though the rapist should be ashamed, Mm. even though the assaulters Mm. should be ashamed, it's normally the victims that feel the shame. Definitely. That's why it's, that's kind of tough to say, but
0: it's like, if you don't say anything and it just goes on and on then they're gonna go do the weird shit to somebody else. And then it's just gonna be and it's gonna be a situation where now dude has a whole career and he's eighty and he's like, Oh now I'm saying something, and then oh, you just trying to tell down his legacy. And that was very unbelievable right. to some people. So like nip that shit in the butt, man.
1: Yeah, I th- I think now that now that with the Me Too movement and now with you know, we're seeing what's happening in the in the public eye and we're seeing how these these events are being played out i hope that people now feel comfortable to speak up about what's happened in their lives and, and and understand that how their stories and their truths will also help people you know be open about their truths right right but uh yeah america's nasty uh america's nasty man Um uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of just what
0: it boils down to uh I know this is this is like a, a, a and this is political the episode, so I'm trying to see what else is going on. And this I'm trying to think of something
1: funny. But this is the thing, man. Like <laughs> people don't understand when you say, "Oh, I like what I like what Trump is doing," or he he speaks his mind, or my vote doesn't matter, or you know when when people when you you got to understand when you elect a president, you're not just electing a person, you're electing an ideology. You're electing an idea. Right. You are electing... That's why I said I'm voting for a woman. You're electing a cabinet. Mm-hmm. You, you're electing every everything that comes with that person. So it's not just Trump who's president. We, we have to deal with Betsy DeVos. Right. We have to deal with uh, Justice Kavanaugh. Sure. We have to deal with, you know, all of these people who want to roll back regulations and... Yeah, we have to deal with uh I don't even remember his name, but um he nasty. the the internet. Um the internet uh, Bill Gates? No, 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 not Bill Gates. The uh the thing that passed. Or the thing that was rolled back. Uh oh net yeah, net yeah neutrality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Net neutrality. Yeah, so we have to deal with all of those things. That's that that is what happens when you say, Oh, I'm not gonna vote, or my vote doesn't matter. Right. That's true. So, so the elections are coming up. Make sure that you make sure, say So, with that being said, make sure that you vote. Your vote does matter, even whether it's a, at a national level, at a local level. Vote. Get out there, vote. It does matter. Hold on, I'm, producer Julius is, is giving me a topic, but I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out. it's like, going you can on. just say it. You can say it, Jay. <laughs> yeah, you you explain. It, huh? <laughs> all right, so we're looking for
0: a funny topic. But I was just trying to let y'all know, did you hear about the uh, congressman in Arizona who had his siblings take out ads against him? So he's running for Congress and his brothers, his sisters, like even like his mom all came out and said like, nah, my brother's a racist, don't <laughs> vote for him. What? <laughs> like, nah, my brother's a terrible person.
1: Wow, I did not so hear I did not hear about that. That's a
0: perfect example of say something.
1: <laughs> y'all know that nigga's nasty. I <laughs> don't care
0: if you my brother. Like, nah, fam, you this ain't it. Somebody should have did that for Trump. All right, man. So uh what else is going on in the world?
1: Uh, let's see. Oh, v- Venom. I saw Venom. Dope. It was a decent movie. Mm. Man, I don't know why people were just just slamming it in the in the critiques and the Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Because and- it's not Disney.
1: Mm. I mean, I, I don't or know. Or was it a conspiracy? Maybe, maybe Disney's paying off the critics to talk trash about it- and we don't. We're just speculating. We don't know this. We nah, don't know whether I'll, it's true or not. No, nah, I'm a Disney insider. I know all the shit. it's so <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just> not <laughs> true. <laughs> oh shit. Um. So yeah. So Venom was decent. It's a fun movie. I mean, don't expect it to have like any sort of deep uh, message behind it. It's mm. just, they 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 did it right. If you saw Spider-Man three and was pissed off at how Venom was, uh. Toby Maguire, or not Toby Maguire, uh, Topher Grace. Mm. If you didn't like Topher Grace Venom, then you'll like Tom Hardy's Venom. I feel like it was a, snow, a slow news week.
0: Am I bugging? Like, it, it seems like nowadays, like, a lot of shit happens, but, like, it's not really talk type shit. I oh. mean, there's an obvious topic that we're not about to... <laughs> there's the Wait. obvious topic that you can't look... We're, we're anywhere or scroll anywhere without seeing, but oh. I don't even know if we want to do that. Oh,
1: right we're now. We're not talking about him. No, we'll, we'll talk about him next next episode. Can we talk about it without talking about him? No, yeah. it's impossible. Huh? No, we're not gonna do it. Yeah, right, we're
0: gonna do it. Okay. Yeah. Moving right along. We,
1: we won't. <laughs> I think we we talked about Trump. That's what <laughs> i talking about, man. Progression, progression. What? Um, but I will say this. Oh shit, that's hard it's how it happens. It is. I. It is interesting how this person. Seems to be overshadowing Trump in the news cycle. Like, I don't hear about Trump That's anymore. That's
0: all I'm trying to say, guys. Like, I, I, I know we're not doing that right
1: now, but I'm just saying. That's all I'm going to say.
0: I said it. Just watch That's the it. tactics and kind of watch what's happening and look what happened when your boy got elected. That's, That's all that. I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Um, get out part two. Get out part two. <laughs> get out part two. Uh shit bro, I'm kind of I'm kind of I'm kind of uh lost on topics so I want to talk about this guest. Um I think this is a big move for
1: us. Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm excited. Um is it the reback the rebrand rollout? <laughs> the rebrand. Um I mean, I don't know if it's a rebrand, but it's definitely like next level mm. in our uh, journalistic Okay uh side. Word word, 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 We're living up to that
0: award. <laughs> that's right. We gotta go for some more awards too, man. And check it out, listeners. If you listen, you're dedicated to the show, you're a faithful listener, hit us with some feedback that's not bullshit. Let <laughs> us let us know what you want to hear more of what we can do for y'all's listening experience, man. Do all that stuff because there's a million bazillion podcasts popping up. And we want to stay shitting on niggas. So let us know what we need to do <laughs> <laughs> to remain on your dial.
1: Because I've been unsubscribing
0: to a lot of shit lately. And right. as a podcast fan, you know, I want to remain entertained. Hey, I feel you. So,
1: Speaking of which, uh, <laughs> for our listeners, if you are listening, you can check out. We have some new merch available. Hey, the Make Life Dope Again hats available at lifeisdope.shop. Hey, put that on and don't ask me for a red one. If you know,
0: you know. Just get get the black one and rock with the movement. Get, yeah, we ain't yeah. work.
1: Um wanna we'll go ahead and get to this guest? Yeah, let's go ahead and get to it.
0: Should we play some music before we get to the guest?
1: Or is Spotify don't fuck with that? Uh, I don't know. We'll have to call them up. We're about to
0: find out. If some music plays after this, <laughs> we got away with it. We'll be right back with our mayor. Oh shit. With the- <laughs> we'll be right back. All right. All right. Here or what? Straight out. Oh, are we here. <laughs> so we got a special, special, special episode for y'all today. Yeah.
1: You want to let them know? Something really awesome for our viewers. Okay. We have not just a hometown hero, mm. not just a hometown native, mm. but someone in the political office. What? So we get, we're we getting in our
0: political bag yeah, We're in today. our political bag. All the oh. way in there today. Price went up. So check it out, man. Very, 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 very special guest. We got Mayor Michael Hancock in the building. Y'all make some
1: noise.
0: How you feeling? I'm feeling good, fellas. What's up? Glad to be with you. First of all, thank you for having us. This is an honor for us for sure. But uh, for the people that don't know, sleeping under a rock, who are you? Uh, <laughs> boy, they don't know we really in trouble right <laughs> now.
2: But uh, I'm, I have the honor uh, and privilege of serving this mayor in this great city. Uh, as a
1: native of the city, it's a real honor to be in this office. Awesome. So let's just get right to it. So yeah. what made you want to pursue the path of becoming mayor? Or just any political office? You know,
2: I'll be honest with you. I started, man, listen, growing up in Denver, going and being bussed out of my neighborhood, Steck Elementary School. So I was bussed out of the Five Points Whittier neighborhood to five to uh, Steck Elementary. Came back, went to school at Cole Middle School and went to Manuel High School. Okay. And it was during those years where I got involved as a student, um, as a student leader. I was on student council in every one of those schools. And you know, I met a guy by the name of Federico Pinion about 1982-ish, three-ish. He had just been elected mayor. We had the same mayor for 14 years, so that's all we knew was one guy. Oh, wow. And uh, when he beat uh, Mayor McNichols to be the next mayor, he was our first Latino mayor, and just looked at I remember meeting him going, I am going to be that guy one day. Mm-hmm. And that was it for me. I just, the life of leadership, the life of uh, being involved, and life of one day pursuing this office.
0: Nice, so what does that path look like for someone that's out there and they're like, you know, I want to get in. (laughs) Hancock and Maybe maybe he's my inspiration. What's the starting point from that? Well, funny,
2: Graffiti, you say that because you and I were just talking before we came on the air about your children. I think Mm -hmm. it starts right there in your home uh to be honest with you i mean i'm uh the youngest of 10 children wow. and i think about my reflecting back on growing up you know it was not easy for us but you know we grew up in the hood we grew up in five points whittier neighborhood and i watched my brothers and sisters go through life make the mistakes they've made and and being the youngest of 10 you got to figure out how to be diplomatic and how to negotiate your way in and out of things and how you get yours and how you you know you kind of see mom kind of figure this thing out as the head of the family and um you know, so that's really my first kind of image of leadership and how organizations move was my family. Wow. Uh, and then you kind of matriculate that into the rest of your life. I've managed my household as a father of three and, you know, as a husband and, and managing our finances. The reality is being in these offices, being, being in these positions, not much different than how you manage your home. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes when we have tough decisions, I reflect on that. If I was making this decision for my household, right. how would I make this decision? Oftentimes the same way most people think.
0: Makes sense to me. Yeah, awesome.
1: So speaking of the hood, I, I think that it's become apparent that the hood isn't exactly the, the hood anymore. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, it. a little different. <laughs> it, looks, yeah, it looks a little different. Yeah, um, I know that you have some initiatives that you're working on as far as... Um, combating gentrification and and, uh, stabilization teams. Uh, Would you be able to talk a little bit more about that? Sure. One thing we
2: should do everything we can to do is to preserve kind of the specialness, the culture of our communities, right? Mm -hmm. And having grown up at Five Points and around Manual High School, I know how special it was that we grew up. You know, it was primarily African-American, but we had different cultures and races that were in the neighborhood as well, but we were a close community. Right. And I can tell you that I believe a lot of the emotionality around gentrification is not only are we seeing grandma and others not able to afford to stay in the neighborhood that they've been in for decades, right. um, but it's also the loss of that culture, that loss of sense of place for us, mm-hmm. whether it's five points in Juneteenth or you know just seeing that change. And so, yeah, we have a few, few things that we're doing. One is we're working to build and serve as much of affordable housing as we can. Um, and so that people can live in the neighborhood that they grew up in and can stay in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Two, we're also recognizing that the city is the first to see when there's a surge of investment coming into a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Whether it's private money or public money. We know first because people are filing permits with us. But we also know when we're planning to go in and build a park to fix a road, new sidewalks, whatever. We, get, we should use that opportunity to, to kind of signal things are about to change. How do we move in and protect the residents who are there? Mm -hmm. Help them to understand what's, what's about to happen in their community. Help our seniors know that we have a property tax rebate if property taxes go up and you can't afford them through the state and through the city. City seniors can get rebates so they can remain in place. That's usually the biggest threat to our seniors is the the rise in property taxes so we work to protect them but surge affordable housing while at the same time bringing this combined effort uh, of job creation to raise wages and things of that nature because that's the greatest threat when prices begin to rise in our community so we're moving in what we call our neighborhood equity uh equity uh stabilization uh, task force or team where we go in when we see this in our neighborhoods that are vulnerable and might be threatened and try to bring resources to them so we can help them with
0: all this information to remain in place right nice nice i think gentrification is one of those things it's it's, it's catch-22 for me personally mm-hmm. because you want to have that same culture and you know we grew up in the hood we, we that's what bred us but at the same time like we want nice things too right so it's it's one of those topics that's hard to speak on in the community but in a position that you're in mm-hmm. i'm sure that pressure is even tougher it's tough. Because it all kind of boils back. <laughs> yeah.
2: To the office. But you know what? It also gives me, you know, what helps me is that I come from the neighborhood. So when people say to me, hey, listen, Five Points is changing. I know what change they're talking about. Mm-hmm. But I also know that Five Points is in one of those neighborhoods that had been permanently per- 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 uh, neglected. Yeah. Uh, right. Before I came in off. There wasn't building going on. There wasn't investment going on. And we invested. And you can look at the history of Five Points. Um, but today we're investing more in five points than ever before. Um, what we find is that the wealth generation is something we as a community, African American community, has to talk about. We don't have the wealth generation to kind of take advantage of the opportunities that have come into the neighborhood. And I'm not talking about someone sort of bringing those opportunities, I'm just saying taking advantage of the times and saying, let's go buy these buildings so that we can. You know, redevelop them ourselves and create that, keep that wealth and keep that, those opportunities in in African-American hands. And we simply were not prepared for that opportunity, unfortunately. So we have to really think deeper when it comes to our community about how we generate not just good incomes, but good wealth.
0: Mm,
1: Definitely, Definitely. Yeah, that's definitely a good point. And especially on the topic of housing and, and I think we all have kind of felt just the the cost of, of living going up. But I, I think as a, as a, as an achievement and a victory, you guys were recently, um, awarded were, or at least were able to double the funding for affordable housing? Yeah. Would you uh, be able to speak on that? Absolutely,
2: also? man. Listen, I got nieces and nephews who are millennials who are starting out for the first time and looking to to live in apartments, but also maybe buy their first condo townhome or first single family home. So I understand firsthand the pressure. My kids are all millennials. All three of my kids are millennials. So I get that. Um, here's the reality. We, we had committed two years ago, $15 million a year for the next 10 years in Denver to build uh, hopefully 3,000, Homes is what we were hoping to build for our families in Denver. It wasn't enough. We stayed in a laboratory for two years thinking, how can we do this differently? How can we go deeper? How can we commit more resources? And then the idea appeared, you know, popped in my mind said, what if we partner with a third party uh, partner? And that was Denver Housing Authority. And through their bonding capacity, what we're able to do is double down, uh, double our resources. Instead of 15 million, we're going to commit 30 million. Right, and we're going to surge funding through DHA's bonding capacity. They're going to issue a hundred million plus bonds uh, in the next few months uh, to surge our purchasing, expansion, and development and preservation of affordable housing in Denver. Wow. And so, in three years, instead of having six, I mean, three thousand and ten, we're going to have six thousand and five and uh, we're gonna surge our funding. We're even gonna buy the land so we can preserve it for affordable housing going forward. And so that's what you're talking
1: about. We are rocking and rolling. You Okay. Uh, I think as far as, uh, maybe a tougher question. Yeah. Uh, so being a black political figure, do you feel like there's more eyes on you to make sure that you're walking this straight and narrow <laughs> as opposed to People of other. Uh, I think that
2: says enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, you know, in all this country, one of the things that I get a chance to do is sit with elected officials all over the country. Mm-hmm. And I've had the honor uh, privilege of sitting with uh, former President Barack Obama, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, U.S. Senator Cory Booker, um, you know, mayors of all this country who are African American. And there is no doubt in any of our minds that we recognize that when we are getting given this privilege of serving. Uh, particularly when you're not, well, I don't care. Uh, you know, Kasim Reed in Atlanta, Georgia felt it as well as an African-American mayor in the predominantly African-American community. You are watched particularly close. You don't, as as one of my mentors, Wellington Webb, has said to me, you don't get that pass mm. that maybe a, a, a white mayor would get. You don't get that pass. And if you look at the history of mayors in Denver, Federico Pena and Wellington Webb, both of them had recall efforts on them early in their administrations mm. for things that you know you just say we gotta get better at it you look at how the media covered wellington webb um how they covered federico opinion versus how they've covered um majority i mean white mayors or white elected officials doesn't come close the scrutiny the, the lack of or limited forgiveness that occurs we know all too well what happens and, and learning and being aware of that is the first step okay. and then learning how to carry yourself and to, you know, you're gonna make mistakes. No one's perfect. We're gonna make mistakes, we're human beings. Uh, you gotta start with forgiving yourself first, right? I mean, that's basic life. Go back to what mom and dad taught you. Forgive yourself first. That's Ask your Lord and your creator for forgiveness. Uh, and then, you know, you have to just be true to your convictions. This is what I believe in, we're forward. I've moved on from that. Uh, but you'll find, as I found recently, they'll keep coming back, trying to bring it back to you. Right. Um, and, it's, and you know, it's just, it's just the game. Mm-hmm. You know how it's played, and you just got to learn to live with it. Mm. Speaking of learning, um,
0: politics, politics, and I'm speaking personally and yeah. for the community. I think young black men, um, we have, if not the one of the most powerful voices in the culture and the community. We go unheard, and like I personally have an interest in politics. Politics has such a stigma around it, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You hear the word politician, people are "Uh standoffish, yeah. So, I kind of want to talk about the importance of politics and local politics and voting for one, right? Right right now, it's that well, I don't want to vote for so and so because they're all just politicians anyway, but now I'm starting to realize all right, voting on the local level. Important because it actually right, impacts right. me. It's super important. Today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? So I kind of want to just get your thoughts on that.
2: brother. Graffiti, let me tell you, you just hit the nail on the head. I'll spend a lot of my time between uh, Labor Day and Election Day trying to remind our community, and I'm talking about community as a broad, but particularly speaking to African Americans, to not, you know, shake a stick and believe that your voice doesn't count. This is where decisions are made. We have a president serving today because too many of us stay home. Yeah. Too many of us took for granted that uh, you know Hillary Clinton would be elected. Too many of us were angry that, that Bernie Sanders didn't get a fair shake. You know, this is this these are politics, right. and at the end of the day, we're dealing with this dude in the White House because we stayed home, and it's not okay. And so if we have a, a if we ever wanted an example, what happens when we decide to let someone else make decisions for us? Look at the White House today, and you see exactly what we're talking about.
0: Right.
1: We gotta vote. So as far as uh, being able to get engaged and uh, just get more information about what's going on in Denver, the different initiatives, how can people get engaged? How can people find out more about it?
2: Absolutely. Please, first of all, don't let social media speak for you. Don't let social media tell your tell the story for you. If you have questions, um, go to the, the sources where, you know, you have all the information. For DenverGov.org, mm-hmm. Um is the website for the city. If you want to know about housing, backslash housing. If you want to know about uh, how we're planning comprehensively for the city, backslash Denver right. If you want to know about gentrification, you know, backslash equity or what have you. We will. Those answers to the questions are there, and uh, we have to be willing to go beyond just the social media posts to kind of get the sense of really what the answers are in our city. And if you don't have all the answers after that, give us a call. We got people standing by willing to try to answer your questions.
0: Definitely yeah, we cool, cool. appreciate it. But we plan on tapping with you uh, more in the future, and just, just staying in touch and helping you out however we can. Um, yeah. So, how can people keep up with the mayor?
2: Uh, again, you know, my uh, uh, I have a website uh, at Mayor Hancock, or that's my Twitter handle. Uh, we also have www.denvergov.org or Mal High Mayor. Um, org is the web is my email so mm-hmm. um you can you know just send me emails i get them all i see them all and try to respond to all of them all right sounds good well hey we want to thank you again for uh, coming by and just hanging absolutely. out with us real quick absolutely fellas anytime let's talk sports too man come on let's, let's Football do season. before we do wrap
0: i have one more question. question
2: here we go here we go
0: i almost forgot my question so one piece of advice knowledge any kind of information that you would give the next young mayor hancock out there what would that be
2: You know what, it really starts with building the foundation in yourself, in terms of your values. This is a very value-laden, you don't want to be subject, or at least uh, be serving at the whims of politics, you must come in with your own set of values. And so it starts with, you know, when you're young, the things you believe in, being, you know, let your yes be your yes, your no be your no. Um, but also, you know, you got to serve with your own convictions. And uh, so start with building who you are. That's the foundation of being a great public servant. Message
0: received. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right, let's make some noise and make a hand Hey. hey. hey like still podcasts, like and I'm David. We
1: This is a Sprite. And it tastes exactly like it sounds. That first hit of cool, crisp refreshment on your tongue, followed by that familiar chorus we all know by heart. Sprite. Thirst for yours.